0: How you doing, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Big D Podcast. I am Alex, and uh, with me is Dylan, your host as usual. What's up, Dylan?
1: Nothing much, Alex. Well, it's week 15, and you know what that means.
0: It's a semi-final round for fantasy football enthusiasts. I love me some fantasy football. You know, we talk a lot about the NFL on here. We don't talk too much about fantasy, so I'm excited to uh, get into that a little bit. But uh, you know, Dylan, I'm not gonna lie. Bro. You got some tight ends that are going up against you these last couple of weeks that have been uh, kind of putting you on some, uh, putting you behind a little bit. You had you're up against Darren Waller this week, right? Uh, yeah, Darren Waller
1: flat out abused the LA Chargers last night. Put up 30, and that was with Marcus Mariota at quarterback.
0: Mariota looked pretty decent, now didn't he? I mean, he had a good little game. Almost won the game for him. Well, yeah, Justin Herbert
1: wasn't 10 feet tall and reached <laughs> over the goal line.
0: I'll tell you what, I was actually watching that game, and I, for some reason, I, I was multitasking. I was doing something else. I can't remember what. And um, I was watching that game, and I saw the uh, Vegas kick that field goal, and I completely forgot about the overtime rules for a second. I, I actually legitimately turned that game off, because I, I was rooting for the Chargers for the Dolphins and um, for the Dolphins playoffs. I actually turned that game off thinking that the Raiders had won and I missed that entire last drive by the Chargers. So I went into that night thinking that the, the Raiders won that game. I just thought that was a little funny. But uh, last week you had Gasicki and, and Kelsey up against you too, huh? I can't believe you got out of that one.
1: Yeah, I got out of Dodge. I mean, it seemed like every play in that game was made by either Travis Kelsey or Mike Gesicki. I mean – I mean, what are you throwing at me in Titan in Titan Hell or something? I mean, goodness <laughs> sake.
0: Yeah.
1: Last week I got Kelsey Gasicki. This week I get I got a uh,
0: Darren Waller. Who's next? Shannon Schultz or Tony Gonzalez? Uh, yeah, Jason Witten's gonna come out of nowhere and have a rebirth.
1: <laughs> yeah, Jason, yeah, against you dolphins, right? <laughs>
0: I mean, honestly, though, you got pretty lucky. I bet, because, I, I guess, because uh, if Gasicki didn't go up uh, with that injury, he could have got, he could have taken that win away from you. So, uh, yeah, I guess you lucked out a little bit there, and uh, I, yeah. I think Dolphins fans lucked out a little bit too because it looks that like he practiced in limited. Uh, uh, he had a limited participation in practice today, so uh, it looks like it might not be as bad of an injury as a lot of Dolphins fans fear. Yeah. But, uh, but-
1: Speaking of fantasy, uh, let's talk about our individual matchups. So you are in two semifinal rounds, and I am in one. So uh, tell me what kind of confidence you have in uh, your teams.
0: All right, so uh, I'll start with one of them is a uh, unique little format. Uh, I think it used to be popular a couple of years back, but not as many people do it anymore. It's a two-week total for playoffs. So I actually I'm playing the same guy I played last week and you combine last week's points and this week's points for, um, uh, in the semifinals. So we actually have a week 17 championship, a week 16 and 17 championship, which is, or wait, no, what week is this? What week are we in? 15. Yeah. So we have a week 16, week 17 championship, which is a lot of people don't like that, but the two week total gives you a little bit of room to, to play with. So I won the first week, um, by let me see i'm up 142 to 113 right now i got 19 from josh jacobs on thursday night uh he hasn't had anyone this week i'm hoping i win that one I'm, I'm projected by 20 i got matt ryan he's got josh allen i've got kamara he's got cam Akers. i've got jacobs who got me 19 like i said he's got wilson jeff wilson for san francisco my flex i've got Kenyon drake he's got justin jefferson Wide receiver one, Ridley versus Hill, Tyreek Hill. Uh, Wide receiver two, Allen Robinson versus Cole Beasley. Uh, Tight end, Dallas Goddard versus Tanyan from Green Bay. Defense, I got Cleveland against the Giants. He's got Tampa against Atlanta. And kicker, I've got Mason Crosby, and he's got Justin Tucker. Dang,
1: dang, dang. How many teams is that league? That is, that is, is the ten-team league. Ooh, not bad. Not yeah, bad. Sorry, I like sorry. some. I bet you didn't mind the uh, Michael Thomas news when uh, he was ruled out with an ankle injury because you know what that means.
0: Yeah, a lot of Wolf dump offs, tomorrow, A lot of a lot of check downs, especially with Drew Brees coming back. So uh, yeah, it's definitely a, a, a positive sign. I'm looking forward to. The only thing is on the – the only thing with this league really is on the bench I've got Chris Godwin who's got that terrible, terrible Atlanta defense uh, he's going up against. But I don't really see – I'm leaning on keeping him on the bench right now. Ridley Robinson or Drake is who I'd have to play him over. And I know you like Kenyon Drake this week.
1: Uh, Yeah, we will talk about Kenyon Drake in a while. But uh, you've got a couple guys I really like. Calvin Ridley has been so consistent lately. He's, he is a monster right now. No Julio Jones on that fast, yep. turf in Atlanta. It could be Tom Brady and Matt Ryan, two old gunslingers, throwing at him.
0: Yeah, it might be a, a pass-heavy shootout, I'm sure, in that game. So I'm, I'm excited to have him in my lineup this week for sure. You know, going against Tyreek Hill, that's a tough matchup to go against. Obviously, my Dolphins saw how that went for us last week. Um, but other than that, I think, I think I definitely have the edge. Josh Allen, you know, he's been playing really well lately. Cam Akers has been playing really well lately, especially against the Jets this week. So that's a good start for him. Um, but, I mean, I, I think I, I'm pretty confident, especially, especially with a 30 or 29-point lead uh, with one of my players played already. I'm I'm hoping to get to that championship game. I think I think I'll get there.
1: The one thing I'd be worried about is that Josh Allen. Yes, could s- struggle, but then he could just show up with forty points because Denver's secondary is literally in tatters with uh, so many guys either suspended, hurt, or some or both
0: right and uh the other thing that somewhat worries me is if Josh Allen does go off he's he's also got Cole Beasley as a receiver too and i i love comboing quarterback uh receivers that's why i've Matt Ryan and and Ridley i drafted Matt Ryan because they'd had Ridley and um so i i, I that that Josh Allen Cole Beasley if they if they find each other a lot on sunday or saturday actually right they play on saturday yep. Yeah. um so if they find if they find each other a lot, you know, it could be it could be a, a good amount of points there. But uh, I like my Matt Ryan Ridley matchup, so uh, I, th- I think I'm pretty confident about that one.
1: Well, then tell us about your second matchup.
0: Second matchup's looking a little rougher. Uh, I'm gonna have I already have some ground to make up after last night's games. Uh, he's beating me 20.4 to 11.9 at the moment. I had Eckler who got me a little bit of a disappointing game. They, they scored some points, but Eckler didn't do a whole lot. And then he had Josh Jacobs, which helped me in my other league and hurt me in this league. That's the, that's the faults with playing in multiple leagues. But um, let me see. This is a three receiver, two running back tight end flex league. Uh, I've got Deshaun Watson against his Aaron Rodgers. I've got A.J. Brown against his Tyler Lockett. I've got Calvin Ridley again against his Brandon Cooks. I've got D.J. Moore against his T.Y. Hilton. I've got Mike Eckler, who got me 11.9, against his Derrick Henry, which is a okay. to play against. Right now, I'm still thinking about changing this one right now, but I've got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire against his David Montgomery. I've got Eric Ebron against his Travis Kelsey, which you know all about that. <laughs> um my in my flex i've got jonathan taylor who i really like this week against his josh jacobs so hopefully he can pass that 20.4 mark that josh jacobs put up uh kicker i've got will lutz against his harrison butker and defense i've got arizona against philadelphia and he's got buffalo against denver like we talked about so that's that's a little tougher of a matchup i think uh, especially being down. I mean, I was expecting Austin Eckler has been pretty much putting up running back one number since he came back. So, you know, a little under 12 points is a little disappointing, especially with a almost 20-point projection. But, um, you know, you never know. That's why they play the games. And, and hopefully Ridley has a big game and, because that would help me in obviously both my semifinals. But it's a little bit tough of a matchup, I think.
1: Yeah, one problem that I, one problem that you face is that not only is uh, Derek Henry hot, huh, but David Montgomery has been mucho in, in froigo.
0: Yeah, I mean it's he's got a lot of players that are really playing well lately and a lot of players who have been playing well all season, but uh and as far as, the, and well, if you
1: look at the matchups uh Detroit's not exactly the uh, best run defense. I mean, he ate my Jaguars. Derrick Henry ate my Jaguars for lunch last week. What did we do for the
0: with the Lions? Right, yeah, you know, it's uh, that, that, that's definitely the name that I think scares me the most on that roster. I mean, you never want to play against Aaron Rodgers in your uh, fantasy football playoffs. Uh, you never. I mean, playoffs and Aaron Rodgers seem to go pretty hand in hand, so uh, fantasy playoffs, I think, is about the same thing. As far as my bench and possible substitutions I could make, uh, I mentioned Clyde Edwards. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, you know, he's got that New Orleans defense. Uh, We talked about this earlier. I've got Wayne Gallman Jr. on my bench, um, who is a a potential player I could put in. I also have Devontae Parker, who's questionable this week. Um, I had him over DJ Moore last week because DJ Moore had COVID, but. Now that he's back, I think uh, Parker's going to be on the bench this week for me. And been, Parker's
1: one hundred percent in himself, yeah. dealing with dealing with what one of the ninety-five Dolphin receivers
0: and tight ends, right,
1: with uh, some
0: injury. Yeah, uh, the one interesting, another interesting uh, option I have is Jared Goff against the Jets. I have him on my bench right now with Deshaun Watson starting. I mean, Deshaun Watson's been having a great year. Uh, I've been running with Deshaun Watson pretty much all season, minus a game or two here and there. I mean, last four weeks, he's gone 42, 45, 30, and 23 for me. So it's hard for me to go against Watson, but, I mean, I, I don't know. You think Jared Goff against the Jets, it might be worth worth switching out. What do you think? Uh,
1: There's one problem that I would – that I would – have in playing Jared Goff this week because LA is such a big favorite. The Rams could be running the ball so yeah. much in the second half and it could be a huge Cam Akers day when Jared Goff could basically be drinking Gatorade yeah, like Russell Wilson was last quarter plus last week.
0: Yeah, and that Houston Indy game is obviously a division matchup, so that might be more of a uh, four-quarter shootout so yeah, I mean, like I said, I have Watson in right now. I was cons- I was just looking at, at Jared Goff as just because of the matchup. But you're right. I mean that especially with Cam Akers on uh, the other team on my other fantasy league. Um, hopefully, it doesn't go that way. So hopefully, LA struggles, I guess, and uh, against the Jets. But um, yeah, I think I might stick with uh, Deshaun Watson at the moment unless something else comes up. Other than that, I've got Evan Ingram, who's questionable this week, um, on the bench behind Eric Ebron. Um, I'm thinking I'm probably going to keep Ebron in at the moment. And obviously, Antonio Gibson is most likely not going to play, so I've been without him the last couple weeks. Melvin Gordon probably isn't startable. He's questionable as well. And then I picked up uh, Lynn Bowden Jr. for Miami, just in case uh, I, he's probably not going to be able to start over anyone. But um, with all with Miami's depleted weapons, I, I figured he was worth an add. I had an extra bench spot, but yeah, that's it's about what that matchup's looking like. I mean, as far as him, he's got Antonio Brown on the bench. He's got Duke Johnson on the bench. Joe Mixon on IR, Michael Pittman on the bench, Emmanuel Sanders on the bench, who'd be interesting to see if he considers putting Emmanuel Sanders in because of the, or the uh Michael Thomas absence. But yeah, you know, it's uh it's a tough looking matchup right now, just on paper, going against Rogers, Lockett, Hilton, Henry, Montgomery, Kelsey, Jacobs. I mean, it seems like the list goes on and on with his uh uh, potential breakout players. But I've got some talent, talent on my own end as well. So, you know, you never know.
1: Yeah. And uh, finally, let's get to my matchup. Well, uh, as you know, uh, Damon Waller uh, scored 30 points against me. Shocker. Tight end scores big against me. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Carlson also played and got nine points. So uh, my opponent got 39 points while none of my players played. And uh, tomorrow, I've got uh, uh, Mike Davis, Carolina running back, playing against Green Bay. Uh, I mean, Mike Davis has saved me this year. Been one of the waiver pickups of the year. And uh, yeah. if not for a couple of touchdowns last week, I would have been toast. And uh, I know Green Bay's run defense the little suspect and hopefully mike can pick up another 20 25 points because projection wise i'm trailing by five and a half six points so
0: yeah it's a touchdown other that,
1: and other than that all my guys are playing on sunday i've got uh kyler murray I, He's got Lamar Jackson, uh, as you know. Uh, David Montgomery and Leonard Fournette are his running backs. Davis and Cam Akers are my backs. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins and Deontay Johnson are his wideouts. Uh, DK Metcalf and Calvin Ridley are my wideouts. Uh, Damon, of course, Waller, tight end. Evan Ingram is my tight end. I've been rolling out a cavalcade of tight ends from <laughs> – Zach Gertz to Hayden Hurts. and now, well, really loved the week that uh, was the uh, I can that uh, Taysom Hill was a tight end. Oh yeah, twenty something points. Boy, why can't he come back as a tight end?
0: <laughs> yeah, that benefited me too, and and uh, my league that week, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, so uh, England's my tight end, and now here's, and now the flex is where I've got a problem. He's got Dallas Goddard, two tight ends in the, one in the flex, one in the tight end, like last week. I really mm-hmm. wanted to use either Julio or Michael Thomas, but both of them allowed. Bummer.
0: Right.
1: So, That's uh, a, you know, for sure. I've got, this, as you know, I've got the same decision you do with Wayne Goldman, Clyde Edwards and with Knowing how stingy New Orleans is at stopping the run and leaving Bell's influence, I'm going, Wayne Goldman's my back. I don't care if Colt McCoy or Daniel Jones will be starting on Sunday night. Wayne Goldman could get 14, 15, 16 points like what Gus Edwards and Lamar Jackson did against the Browns on Monday night. Hopefully... Goldman can do much the same. He's got the Titan defense. I've got you, Miami Dolphin defense. Carlson nice. was his kicker, and uh, Justin Tucker's my kicker.
0: All right. I'll tell you what. The first thing I uh, I really like about your matchup this week is you guys. You guys have a, a nice little receiver uh, battle going. Let me see. Who, who who did he have again? I know he had um, Deontay Johnson and DeAndre Hopkins, right? Yeah. Versus your who are your starting receivers? Calvin Ridley and who else? DK. DK Metcalf. All right. Yeah, that's that's going to be a matchup that I think is uh, probably going to be a, a, a big indicator of how your how your matchup goes. I think. I mean, those are four really talented receivers with the potential to put up a lot of points. Um, just kind of depends, I guess, for your on your end. You know, I'm going against Tyler Lockett, so I hope I hope DK Metcalf has a day for you you know he can help you out help me out a little bit obviously calvin ridley i'd like a, a lot of uh helping you out helping me out as well there so um you know it seems like we have a lot of common interests this week so i would definitely be rooting for you and uh as far as quarterbacks so it was uh lamar jackson versus kyler murray right Yep a nice little uh, mobile quarterback you know Kyler Murray hasn't been running as much lately uh, which I think is why we were talking before uh, you had a little bit of uh, quarterback controversy on your fantasy team Uh, Justin Herbert right is your other option and you left him on the bench this week I'm assuming how much did he get on your bench 27 27 so that's the number to beat for Kyler Murray I guess you know I, I think he can have a day like that Arizona's got who's Arizona playing this week Philly, Philadelphia. Yeah, you know, I mean, Jalen Hurts has kind of re- rejuvenated that football team a little bit, but that's that's not going to help them on the defensive side. So, uh, by the speaking way, up, speaking
1: of yeah. speaking of defenses, guess which defense gives up the most quarterback rushing yards in the NFL?
0: Hmm. Philadelphia. <laughs> Correct. All right. I guess that was a
1: and yeah. guess who can guess who can rush the the rush the ball for a quarterback some guy named Kyle
0: Kyler Murray definitely knows how to how to move the ball on the ground that's for sure you know he uh made an art of that in college and uh and throughout his short uh n f l career it's he's uh definitely proven as one of the uh better fantasy options for dual dual threat quarterbacks whether in the air on the on the air or on the ground, so yeah. I think you got a good option there. I, I hope he can beat that 27 points from that Herbert put up. Um, I think you got a good chance of that, though.
1: Unfortunately, uh, I think my Jackals might have a snowball chance and stopped on the ball, Jackson.
0: Yeah, that's 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 the unfortunate part on the other side of the ball. Yeah, and I mean, and unfortunately for your fantasy team, and unfortunately for you. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars are definitely a matchup you want to see when you've got your fantasy players going against them. Uh, I know Derek yeah. Henry uh, was a was a fantasy contributor against um, your Jacksonville team the other week, but um, yeah, it sounds like it sounds like a pretty even matchup. It sounds like I mean you got you got a lot of uh, I mean with a six point projection difference or five point five or whatever you said i mean that's a that's a touchdown uh, one touchdown could could swing your week so uh i i'm definitely uh, looking forward to hearing how that turns out for you because uh seems like a little bit uh closer of a competition than either of my two finals hopefully my uh my uh, uh other the the one i'm projected to lose in is uh closer than it's looking like so far but i guess we'll see on that
1: unfortunately my biggest problem is that all oh my guys have either gotten hurt or on the COVID list because uh, Ronald Jones is on the COVID list and may or may not play. I think he's out. who right. has been dealing with all kinds of nagging injuries. Missed last week's game. Missed and won't play this week. And then found out this afternoon, Michael Thomas is out with that, that gum ankle injury.
0: Yeah, that's definitely frustrating. His name you never want to have to have on your fantasy bench for sure, you know. Especially, Especially this...
1: because Julian Thomas were my first two draft picks. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's you know that's fantasy football though. You know, it's you never know who's gonna get hurt. Seems like this year there's been a higher amount than usual, and then obviously the COVID the COVID uh, lists have not been helping fantasy managers. That's for sure. I mean, I'm right there with you with injuries though. I've got, I mean having austin eckler miss almost the entire fantasy season i'm i am i am happy to be in the semifinal. i'm clyde edwards hilarious carried me a little bit there i had jonathan taylor ride my bench but i had antonio gibson who's who's stepping up for me but now that he's on the now that he's been injured jonathan taylor's back in which worked out because he's actually been have, playing pretty well lately and austin eckler's back which wish he would have done a little bit more for me this week but that's okay but yeah, I, I definitely know what you mean with uh, injury problems. I've got Gibson in both of my semifinal leagues and uh unfortunately I'll be without him. But um you know, it's definitely seems like we've got some uh some good fancy semifinals to, to look forward to this week. It's always uh exciting. I mean, you never want to play for that third place game. Getting get getting in that championship is always uh Yeah. Mission.
1: Yeah, the consolation game is the one game I wish would never happen.
0: Exactly. You never want to be in that one. That's why uh,
1: the consolation game after championship Sunday or the final four would be completely meaningless.
0: Right. But uh, how about uh, who's a player that if you had him in any fantasy league this, this week, you'd pretty much be starting him? Derrick Henry. Yeah. All right. That's, that's a pretty fair option – or that's a f- pretty fair pick. It's hard to go against that. I mean, I, re- I really like Jonathan Taylor this week. I I, I don't I think he's going to have a really productive week. He's been on his – I mean, he, he had what – what was his stat line last – 150 yards rushing, 15 receiving yards, two rushing touchdowns. I mean, coming off a big 30-and-a-half-point uh, 30, 30 fantasy – as far as Yahoo goes, fantasy scoring week goes – you know, Houston, according to Yahoo, has the worst run defense in the NFL. So I think uh, Jonathan Taylor. If any, if any, if any uh, fantasy owners have him, I think he might be squeezing into or, or starting in a lot of uh, semifinals this week. What if, and what if, uh,
1: speaking of fantasy, will, you and I will have a fantasy daily fantasy matchup this weekend. Will you give us a little insight on who you're thinking of playing?
0: Yeah. um, I actually, I haven't finished building my team yet. I was actually doing that when we, uh, when you asked me to to record this podcast, I've got a couple slots. I still need to fill, but right now it's looking like I've got a uh, saving money on the quarterback position this week. I'll tell you that it's a guy who hasn't necessarily put up big time stats, but uh, you know, he had a much better week last week and uh, I think he's, Think he might be in for a big week. This is a big division game for him, and uh, down the stretch in the playoff race, uh, you might know who I'm talking about. But I'm taking a chance on quarterback in, uh, in our DFS matchup this week. Um, another guy is another guy I've got locked in right now. I'm hoping I don't have to take out based on cap guy you've been talking about a lot this uh, this podcast as well and maybe someone you might have mentioned in our last segment about a must start this week so I'm, I'm hoping to get him uh, I, I'm not trying to tell you my whole lineup right now but um, hoping to get that guy in my lineup I'm hoping I can make the money work uh, I haven't quite figured it out yet but I also have i'll tell i'm probably not going to give you a name here but i've got i'm saving money on another position who i think could also have a pretty big week uh there's not a lot of depth at this position this year um and i you know with with going with that last player i was talking about i i i i think i scrolled down and found someone who uh might have a lot of potential this week, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put it at that, and I'm gonna tell you right now I'm starting the Miami Dolphins defense. I'm just gonna let you know that that was one of the first that was one of the first uh, things I I put into the uh, oh TB12. Well, that's who you, that's who you think that's who you think I'm going with this week. All right, well, I guess uh, we will find out come Sunday. Right, this is a Sunday only uh, draft game. Think so, you want to tell me about who you're thinking? Give me a little bit of uh, information. I've already got my lineup set
1: for you. All Just for right. you, uh, uh, quarterback. Well, let's see. I'm, I'm playing Lamar Jackson in almost every one of my lineups this weekend. He looked like Lamar on Monday night, and of course, with the 100 yard rush bonus. The Jaguars literally could not stop Derrick Henry if they put 15 men on the field. Yeah. Uh, Lamar Jackson is a pinball, and I think we'll eat us for lunch. Yeah. And running back, there were only really three options I chose, and somehow found room for all of them. (laughs) One was Derrick Henry. Because he might rush for 2,000 yards. I mean, look at his yeah. stat line minus the Week 13 against Cleveland. Mm-hmm. 23.2 against the Ravens. 41.5 against the Colts. 39.2 against the Jaguars.
0: That's that's pretty impressive. That's, that's yeah. something you want to put in fantasy lineups. That's 100% right. Yeah. And then uh, another guy...
1: Because of all the injury with uh, Michael Thomas out and Drew Brees return, I think Alvin Kamara will, could have a big day against the Chiefs. Kansas City's not been a great rush defense, mm-hmm. and if you look at Kamara did early in the year when Michael Thomas missed time, he went off of thirty-eight points against the Raiders and forty-seven point seven against the Packers. Yeah. I'm in a PPR format, Al- Alvin Kamara could go for thirty, thirty-five points, very easily.
0: Oh yeah, I mean Alvin Kamara—he's been—he's been taking fantasy m- managers to fantasy Super Bowls for pretty much since he joined the league, huh? Which I guess what this is only his third year in the season, second year. I can't see your fingers, but. Fourth year. Boy, I feel like it, God, I feel like it was just yesterday. I was talking to my buddy during one of my drafts and he, uh, he had a rookie pick for me that, uh, he was, he was gonna hold off on uh, telling me until after the draft. And, uh, that was the guy, but, um, you and, know, uh, I, go on.
1: and, uh, my flex position this week, a uh, guy you may know, uh, Kenyon Drake, uh, which they said is very questionable. I think Kenyon Drake, even against the stingy eco-front, could be in line for a major walk day. Uh, Arizona, people think of Arizona as a passing team, but the Cardinals like to run the ball, and not just with Colin, but Kenyon Drake, whether he's a runner or receiver, could be a legitimate play uh, this week.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> I, I, you know, I actually had Kenyon Drake in my lineup, and in order to afford Derrick Henry, I, I had to cut him off. Uh, I think I might actually have my lineup set just about now. Let me get some final looks. Actually, I might change you. And... Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I like this team right here. Where did my guy go? I just had him. Where did he go? What? All right. Well, it doesn't matter. I, um, you know, I've got, I don't know. Should we just, should we just tell him? Should we just go for it?
1: Yes. I want to
0: hear your lineup. I want to hear your lineup. All right. right. I've got, I got a, I got one more player. I deleted to see if I could improve him, and I got to find him again. I lost him. Thirty-six. Okay. Oh man, this might not be, this might not be the winning lineup. I'm not sure.
1: You never, you never thought you'd use half these guys in,
0: in D15, no. right? i I'm, I'm. I'm my strategy this week is is players taking advantage of opportunities to uh, step up. So not necessarily at the quarterback position, but all right, let's go for it. This is who I was talking to you about earlier. A, uh, a player who hasn't really put up huge fantasy numbers, but last week he uh, was much improved and he's got a, a big division opponent with the playoffs coming up. You, think, are not play, you are not playing Tua this weekend. I am playing Tua Tungabailoa as my DraftKings quarterback this week. You know? What? What? He's you gonna, know what Joe Belichick does to rookies? It's not going to happen this week. Oh, man, now you're, I, I have extra money left over you. You might talk me out of it. I don't know if you want to do that. <laughs> Fine. You know what? You talk uh... – Oh, make your lineup. Make your lineup. It's either him or Drew Brees. But Drew Brees. I'm going Drew. I'm going Drew. I'm changing it. It's going to be an awesome. No no, 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 no. All right. Don't I'm sticking with Tua. It. So, Tua is my starting quarterback this week. I've got Derrick Henry as my RB1. You know, he's the first name I put. Who's the first name I pick. Uh, RB2, you know, as much as I've hyped up another player on this team this season, or to in this podcast, I've got – I needed to cut some money. I'm going Naheem Hines. You know, Phillip Rivers loves his checkdowns. It's still against that Houston defense. And, um, you know, I, I, can't, I couldn't afford Jonathan Taylor, so I'll go with the PPR monster and uh, Naheem Hines. I've got him as my RB2. Another player where I save money, receiver one. Uh, and this is where I was talking about taking advantage of opportunities. I've got, what's his first name? Right, <laughs> really, That's right. That's what I thought it was. Russell Gage. I uh, scrolled down a little bit. $4,700 price tags going against, uh, going up against Tampa. Obviously no Julio. You no know, Calvin Ridley could, it should be in line for a huge week, but he could be getting double teamed as well. So someone's got to get the rest of those targets. Uh, I like Russell Gage there. Receiver two. Based on matchup, pretty much uh, Cooper Cup against the Jets. Uh, receiver three got Terry McLaurin, scary Terry. You know he's been having a great season. Not uh, unfortunately, Alex Smith won't be playing, so that might hinder him a little bit. But I still, I mean, uh, Seattle's pass defense is not very good uh, in general. So uh, even though even though it's going to be what Dwayne Haskins throwing the ball this week, right? um it's he's still a really talented receiver um, my starting tight end another another p- uh, position where i'm starting him based on taking advantage of an opportunity i've got jared cook you know uh, michael uh, michael thomas out this week emmanuel sanders earlier in the year a lot of people had him as a waiver wire pickup when michael thomas got hurt and i remember that first week emmanuel sanders did nothing uh so I'm I'm kind of banking on that happening again. And Jerry Cook maybe be getting some red zone targets. You know, they're gonna be passing a lot. They're going against Kansas City. Um, so I've got him at the tight end spot. Flex position. This was kind of throwing something on the wall, hoping it sticks. I'm going with Lynn Bowden Jr. You know, Mike Sicky is banged up. Devontae Parker's banged up. There's not a lot of weapons in uh, in Miami this week. Uh, he can play running back and play receiver. They like getting him the ball in a lot of different packages. You know, it might be a risky play, but I think Miami's going to be passing a lot this game. And, uh, and even if not, Lynn junior, I mean, with the running back carousel in Miami, you know, he's, he's kind of a utility player that I think Brian Flores has really liked a lot. Uh, and he's, he's uh, learning the playbook a little bit more that I've, since I've read. So they're really trying to get him in some more uh, plays so I, for $3,600, you know, a cheap option at the flex where I could afford some bigger players and then I've got the Miami defense against uh, New England I think Brian Flores is going to shut that offense down Cam Newton cannot throw the football Xavier Howard will catch more targets than I think some of their receivers and um, (laughs) I'm expecting a big day for for the Dolphins defense on Sunday so that's it a couple Dolphins in there I guess two Dolphins and a defense but uh, Tua, Derrick Henry, Naheem Hines, Russell Gage, Cooper Cup, Terry McLaurin, Jared Cook, Lynn Bowden Jr., and the Dolphins defense, and I'm locking it in.
1: Ooh, I do like the, the, the Naheem Hines move, 54, and I thought a long time about using Hines because he can be a peak-all monster, that fast track in Indianapolis. Yeah, and, and people think of John and Taylor, well, the Colts bring three Back Backs with uh, Taylor and Hines and Jordan Wilkins. So, and he's not – and, you know, Phil Rivers, whether it was Austin Eckler, the Damian Thompson, or Naheem Hines,
0: loves his checkdowns. He loves his checkdowns. You know, obviously, too, is a bit of a risky pick, but he threw for over 300 yards last week. Who says he can't do it again? And um, he's, he's, he's a running quarterback, too. I mean, he, he's not – not so much as, as some of the other guys, but he is mobile, and he knows how to he knows how to pick up yards on the ground. So, you know, one point every 10 yards is a lot better than one point every 25 yards. And if you get a quarterback who can run, that's definitely a fantasy bonus. And
1: six points of rushing touchdown as Justin Herbert did in overtime last night never hurts.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. So I think we got a good matchup this week, you know.
1: And uh, now my team is a little different than you, uh, I love Lamar Jackson this week. Uh, 7,500. Uh, be honest right now, Lamar Jackson was the easiest quarterback pick i made made in a catch game this year. Because, be honest, the Jaguars couldn't stop a running game if you told them what play they were... what play the opposition ran.
0: That is true.
1: I mean, Derrick Henry ate us for lunch. This The dinner... And probably the snack run on the plane, flight
0: like back to Nashville. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, he did. He did indeed. <laughs>
1: and speaking of Fenway, you could guess what my All B one pick is.
0: Derek Henry. I I uh, will have a wash there. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You know.
1: Running back to uh. I actually was thinking about I'm really considering using Cooper Cup for the same reasons you all because the Jets secondary to Putamali uh is uh keeping his social distance but not uh, great at covering wide receivers.
0: Yeah, as Henry Ruggs can attest to. Yes. And now he's and now he got COVID. Yeah. Boy. <laughs> I mean, that gave him six feet of separation and he, he still picked it up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So with uh, Michael Thomas out, uh, Alvin Kamara became a really good option, 7,400 against a oh. uh, suspect chief defense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, wide receivers, I, I love spending money on wide receivers, but this week uh, I'm going a little cheap on I me. Mean, yes. Brian Ayoub's fairly expensive, $6,300. But uh, I think, uh, Alex, I really believe you could play defensive back for the Dallas Cowboys. I could not named three guys back there.
0: Yeah. And they're one of the guys that I bet they wish they had this year, Byron Jones, caught his first interception of the year for Miami last week. and uh...
1: Yeah. And, uh, and uh, now we get to where I've got – not one, not two, but three St. Pats catchers in Emmanuel Sanders, Troyquan Smith, and Jared Cook.
0: Wow. All right. So we got another wash at the tight end position. All right.
1: Yes. With Thomas out, I wanted more security because Drew Brees is going to look for Twaikwan Smith, Emmanuel Sanders, and Jared Cook.
0: Boy. Emmanuel Sanders, huh? I was, just, I was just downplaying him, and all of a sudden you're telling me he's in your lineup. You know, you never know. He could have a good week, that's for sure, especially with uh, Thomas out. Play Playoff guy. Come on. That is true. So you hit that, and that was your flex as well, right?
1: Uh, speaking of flex, uh, Kenyon Drake is my flex of 5,500. Yeah, like I With said, Jake Edmonds questionable uh, mm-hmm. made Drake uh, an easy flex play.
0: Yeah, I, uh, like I said, I had Drake in originally, uh, decided to mix it up a little bit. I wanted, I upgraded my receiver position to Cooper Cup and then downgraded to Naheem Hines and downgraded somewhere else. But uh, yeah, I, I was definitely looking at Kenyon Drake this week, that's for sure.
1: And uh, defense, uh, The Cowboys won me a lot of money last week, and uh, uh, I know San Francisco on paper looks like a good offense, but most it's questionable. I mean, uh, DJ Debo Samuel's out, and uh, Washington picked apart, and Washington's defense single-handedly won the football team's game last week. I mean, uh, I think Chase Young is still running for a touchdown. in Glendale but
0: <laughs> yeah and, and like I speaking of Chase Young I do have to say I have to shout out myself on our last podcast I did say that it looked like Tua our Miami Dolphins fans were, were going to vote Tua in uh, take over Chase Young as the uh, uh, Pepsi Rookie of the Week and they did it again it's back to back Tua for Tua um, but you're right I mean Chase Young is, is an absolute monster I think he probably deserved it but um, can't blame me at all for uh, wanting him on your team. Yeah,
1: Chase Young probably flew the plane back. <laughs> 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 yeah. So uh, what do you think? So uh, you're going heavy receiver, and I'm going heavy running back this week.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I, I'm I'm spreading out a little bit, but receivers definitely a little bit more. Uh, they're a little bit more money into it i mean derrick henry i threw i threw half the bank at him but uh i got a seven thousand a sixty six hundred right i mean it's about even i really spread it out this week it looks like took a couple lower lower options so i think have a high floor or cheaper options so have a high floor um the one derrick henry was a splurge and then the rest were kind of Mid money guys, who I'm, I'm hoping will produce uh, higher than their than their cap says they might. But yeah, just,
1: watch, watch Tua throw five touchdowns to Lynn Bowden this weekend. It's you know it's it's 2020. You know that's going to happen, right?
0: Love to see it, Dylan. I would love to see it.
1: <laughs> and, and then to the top it off, it'll be Lynn Bowden getting five touchdowns, and then Kenya Drake fumbling at the one yard line. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing about fantasy football—you never know what's going to happen, and any, and any even a play that's insignificant in the in the NFL game could uh could cost fantasy members or, or cause fantasy members a lot of heartache and headache. But, um, the
1: Dagum stack corrections always get the
0: playoff. Or, time. I mean, you never—I I don't want to be the poor guy who loses to a quarterback kneel at the end of the game. Imagine how imagine how bad you'd feel after that. I know it's happened. I've seen it happen on Twitter before. Do you you remember –
1: I don't know if you heard this or not, but a few weeks ago somebody lost a million bucks because of a stat correction on DraftKings.
0: How would you feel losing a million bucks on a stat correction? I don't think I could ever play fantasy sports again if that happened (laughs) to me. I I think it would just be destiny that, you know, maybe – Maybe this isn't for me anymore.
1: Well, for that matter, you won a million bucks because of the stat correction.
0: Yeah, well, then I would be probably playing a lot more fantasy because I got a million bucks to play with now. But you know, I mean, it's that—that's why fantasy's fun. You know, you love when you squeak out those close wins, but you hate when you when when you're on the other side of that. But yeah, you know, you'd rather um,
1: lose by, you'd rather lose by fifteen than two.
0: Yeah. Depending, I mean, in my in my other fantasy matchup this week, I if I would have lost my, I mean, two week total, then it's a different story. But you know, and typical, just one week playoffs, yeah, I mean, or or just one week uh, matchups in fantasy in general, those heartbreakers are tough to deal with.
1: Yeah, especially when you've worked all year and just all of a sudden it's like this. Really, nothing you can do right now. I mean, all the waiver moves have been made right now. It's up to the individual players, yeah. See if uh, which guys will shine and which guys will uh, fall into the
0: abyss. Yeah, absolutely. But you know that's why we play the game. It's it's fantasy football semifinals. It's it's what we've been waiting for all year, and I can't wait. That's for sure. It says uh this is where the money comes in. This is do or die, make it or break it, playoffs. I mean it's it's not playoff football yet, but for fantasy managers it is. And uh it's an playoffs? playoffs,
1: what do you mean playoffs? Playoffs? Uh-huh.
0: What do you mean? Uh, Jim Mora, right? Yep. Yep. When he was,
1: when he was the Colts head coach in two thousand and one.
0: Yeah, that's an iconic quote, that's for sure, you know. I've been uh The day of the Dolphins clinch, again, you know, it's been too long, but the day of the Dolphins clinch, you can get – I will guarantee you that that gift will be on my Twitter page. 100%. Hey,
1: L.A. winning last night didn't help you guys.
0: L.A. winning last night helped us in two ways. It helped uh, the Raiders' uh, playoff chances seem like they're probably going down the toilet, especially if they lose to Miami next week. And the Chargers winning – push the Houston draft pick a spot higher. So, you know, that I was out and that was the main reason why I told you earlier, I shut off that game after uh, Vegas, kicked that field goal, because I was so upset because I knew how I knew how much that meant to uh, the Dolphins. So, you know, once I found out that that game, in fact, wasn't over and that the playoff uh, or the overtime rules have been changed for quite a bit now, it just slipped my mind. uh, I was very happy to see that. But, you know, couple weeks left in the season we got a lot to figure out we got a lot to determine but i'm excited to watch it that's for sure
1: yeah so alex i wish you all the best with your fantasy matches and if you uh, win you can enjoy my money and uh, maybe get an early uh, christmas present
0: there you go son, good. Got. good luck to you dylan i hope uh, calvin ridley scores four touchdowns this week and uh I hope DK Metcalf takes everything from Tyler Lockett as well. So good luck yep. to you. You know, good luck to your Jaguars and Lamar Jackson. You know, they're going to need it. <laughs> but um, I guess we'll, we'll probably talk sometime next week and see, see how we did.
1: Yeah, uh, see you.